Greetings, listeners. Welcome back to Space Cowboys, a Roswell, New Mexico podcast. Uh, here on PureFandom.com, I am Liz, joined by my co-host, Meg. Hello, hello. What an episode. Oh my gosh, there was like so much going on that like I found myself holding my breath. Like it was crazy. It's See, that's what I love about these shows that only have like, you know, 16-ish-y around that number episodes because they just like get to it Mm -hmm. it's like nope okay someone else has powers now this person's back from the dead we had a heart transplant a month went by let's get to it right here's some flashbacks fill it in fill it like it was just nonstop. and to refresh your memory um so this was episode two five titled i'll stand by you and the synopsis was the discovery of some complications with Max's pod forced Liz, Michael, and Isabel to confront the possibility that they may not be able to save him. Elsewhere, Maria and Alex make amends. So what do you want to start talking about? There's like so many things. Um, you want to talk well, about Maria and Alex? Yeah, let's talk about the non, like, space stuff first, because that'll be a lot, I think. Um, Maria and Alex, we've said it since day one. If they're just mature, they get it. They laid it out. They both understand why they're both in love with Garen. They both have their vices with him. But friendship above all, right? Like no one was ever trying to hurt somebody else intentionally. And they just, I feel like, you know, the drama with this, the drama with each person in this triangle, they all, it's not rooted in like cheating on each other or, you know, like lovey relationship stuff. Like Maria, obviously she has her own shit, you know, with her mom, all this stuff going on, Alex being a mains, all that going on, Garen being an alien. Like they're just not, this isn't that deep for them. It is that deep, but it's not so much to where it's the root of all of their stress. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So we're not, I love that it was just like, no, I get it. Cool. Let's move on. Bigger fish to fry here. Yeah. I, I love that they finally talked too, because I feel like it was hard for me to go as a fan to go all in on Maria and Michael, knowing that Maria and Alex are friends and they haven't talked about it. Like it was just such a weird little thing in my head. I couldn't get past. Mm-hmm. So I was really happy to see them chatting it out. And like, they're just, they have such a light relationship and like, it feels so comfortable and easy and like, she was sitting on his lap and they're so playful and I love that line like yeah when she's like um in the doorway and he was like how does any straight man survive you or something like that she's like they don't like I love that I love their relationship so much you, know, you want to know what I love more was the outfit she wore at the end of the episode oh my god yes like I- the sweetheart cut like girl uh, I want so I need to check well, well, we're recording this before it airs, so we can't, we can't check yet. But I want to see if the Roswell, New Mexico costume Instagram posts where they got that blouse because it was amazing. I'm going to put in a special request for it. Um, you should because even though we can't leave our houses, we can at least look like we're just a goddess of the freaking desert because, oh, my gosh, everything she wears. I love everything she wears. Oh, my gosh. That shirt, though, was all flowy but also, like, fitted and, like, romantic and her hair. And I was like, oh. Oh, I know. Stop. I would watch a whole show just about her just standing there in the wind. Yes. (laughs) 
Yeah, just sick. I mean, she is. And just her vibe, like her essence, you know, it's the whole package. She's the whole package. I love her. This is just a, a podcast about Maria slash Heather Heavens now. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, guys. <laughs> okay, so let's get to Mal- the Malik's flashback. Another great oh. flashback. Karina told us that this season we get more scenes of them together, like, you know, quadruple or whatever from last season. Um, it was it's so nice to continue to still get context into like why they can't or why they won't be together. You know, like it was nice to to see that other layer, especially with what was going on with Max. I kind of forgot that him and Max butted heads so much because they didn't, they didn't really butt heads until that moment last season. Was it the finale where Yes. They were in the Max's house and took each other out. But they were like, I feel like it was building to that the whole time. Because even like in the pilot um, of season one, when obviously pilots in season one goes, <laughs> um, when he's in the jail cell and he, they're already fighting and like right. their first scene together. Like they've always it had was it more like time. brother stuff, not like, mm-hmm. you know, like this was really dark. Like the flashbacks that we got, you know, that young Michael Guerin, like, screaming, you know, like, very, very upset. Like, it was, you know, it was pretty deep. So Mm -hmm. I think that was necessary in order to see why, you know, Guerin made the pacemaker and did all that kind of stuff. Because Max never, never, ever gave up on him. And we always saw that with Liz, you know, and his, like, and Isabel, like, his unrelenting um hope, I guess, like hope and, you know, efforts to like help them and make them better and have them have every opportunity that he felt that he had. I felt like we got so much of that just in this episode with him and Michael that I, we did not have before. Oh, I loved it. And I know like we started talking about the Malik flashback, but let's talk about the Michael Max stuff while we're on that topic, because I felt like that whole the whole episode, there's so much going on and so many different dynamics, but I feel like the biggest through line for me as a viewer was the Michael and Max stuff and like him working on the Jeep and you, you know, start to see him have the flashbacks and then he kind of like works it out within himself, like his, his issues and his relationship with Max without Max even being there, which I thought was really cool. And then when he's like hitting the Jeep, when he gets all frustrated, it was like such a supernatural moment. I don't know if you remember when he's like fixing baby, Dean is fixing baby. And it's like, I think about his dad and he gets like, he's trying to be optimistic and trying to be optimistic. And then he just like freaks out and just starts beating the shit out of the car. And I was like, oh, it was such a supernatural moment. And like, I love a good brother story. And this is like, so many different layers because they're not like they don't have that stability of like okay yes we are official brothers they don't really know and like they have such a disconnect about like Michael always looks at him as just like this dude and Max Mm -hmm. looks at him as like I have to protect him and so that like drives their tension but I just I loved that he got that Michael got to a place of acceptance and love with him without ever talking to him just like over the course of it and then his speech at the end to him and it kind of like with everyone else within the episode just kind of like them you know together and their little relationships I just I loved it and I felt like this was a very Michael Max episode and I was it was 
-hmm. It was. It was a big sibling episode. And because it was National Siblings Day, like whenever, yesterday, the day before, I don't, the days. Time means nothing, yes. The days are long. The weeks are long. (laughs) Time means nothing. Um, Quickly talk about Rosa and Liz, just because I, I feel like it's that whole sibling bond that theme continued through, um, well, it's obviously through with them every episode, but what I loved about the siblingship in this episode was that it was so like, okay, no matter what, I know I have to, I have to do, I have to do this because I have this overwhelming power that I know I have to help you, you know, and that's what Michael did. Like, he was like, oh, I found a different way for them to talk to you. <gasps> I got to go make the pacemaker. You know, I have to go do this. I have to go do this. And after Rosa was going through all of that mental stuff with Max and saw how much in pain he was and how he confided in her that he has all this, you know, he has her 10 years of darkness and death in him and he needs to expel it and will hurt someone. She knows what she has to do, but that scene in the operating room where she looks at Liz, that was like, that was the first time we saw Rosa in present day looking at her little sister. Absolutely. You and know, even and that, that hug. Liz, yes. And it, like, like she was, was the little one. Yeah. She was a little spoon. You know, yeah. Liz was. She was baby spoon. And Rosa looked at her like, I can't see my little sister. Hell no, I'm not going to see my little sister suffer like this. And she was looking at her like, help me. You know, like big yeah. sister, help me. And that was just, I mean, obviously we'll get to how she helped in a minute. But from the sibling perspective, I just, I loved that. And I'm telling you, this is the second week in a row I've teared up to this show. And it just like happens where I'm like, oh, it's just so sweet. And I, I know we've said this a hundred times, but the casting of Amber and Thunder is so perfect. Their chemistry is amazing. Her and Liz's chemistry, Jimmy Mason. And she actually, like, the way they dress her and do her hair and her mannerisms, like, she's the same age as the rest of the cast in real life. But she legitimately, I feel like she's 10 years younger than them. hmm Like, I'm like, look, just the way she looks, the way she acts, you know, it's not like, you know, there's, like, and you know, I love Vampire Diaries, it's my whole life, but, like, everybody know they won 18 years old, okay? Like. <laughs> <laughs> it was very, like, 90210 there. Yeah, I love it. Love Which it. we don't care. That's why we love it. But, you know, like, it's just she legitimately looks like she's 18 years old. Mm-hmm. So it just I, – I just loved it. The the sibling stuff was great. And then um, – oh, see, Isabel, too. Yes. The moment of her, um, her chat with Michael, it always goes against where you think it's going to go in such a great way because it's like, oh, are they going to fight and break off because, you know, he put this impossible decision on her – And it was like, no, she just shared with him what she had to go through. And that's why she knows it has to be his choice as to what he wants to do. And that brought that storyline full circle, which I think is amazing. You know, some, it was, as you saw, or as you guys heard in our Karina podcast, you know, that wasn't a storyline just to um, bring to light an issue that really needs to be discussed more. It is such an important part of the story that this show is telling. And she needed to have that experience in order to really understand what Max is going through. Mm-hmm. You know, otherwise it would have like, we've talked about this. Isabel just, she, her character development went through the roof after that, you know, and that was just one episode ago. 
So I think it was, it was just really well done. I That's my barf. That's my sibling barf. I love the sibling bar because yeah, I think you're right. Like Rosa fully intended when she walked into the operating room, like her intention was to stop it. And then oh, she yeah. saw her little sister and she's like, never mind, which we'll talk about in a second because we have to talk about Malik's first before we get into alien superpowering. Because that's going to um, take over. Yeah. Yes. Um, so I loved the the flashback with them in the truck and them talking and like kind of getting the backstory of how they fell apart because we saw there were like cuteness and then we saw the darkness and then nothing for years. He left, they didn't talk. And then we kind of saw them come back together in the present day. So it was really nice to like kind of fill in those little parts of the story that we didn't really know. Also, I always love to see like the flashbacks with like the guy liner. And I was just, I'm like, I right. I love it. Mm-hmm. I'm right back in high school and big fan. Um, so I thought that was really sweet to see, to kind of get a little more depth to their relationship, which, which is already like freaking amazing and wonderful. So I hope we get to see more of them. And I think it's really sad that he didn't get to say goodbye to him because Michael was in jail for stealing hubcaps from, like, I love how it's all connected from Kyle Valenti's graduation present. <laughs> like, <I know>. what? <laughs> like that was amazing. And then kind of branching off of that I thought it was really really sweet and like so Max that Max became a cop to look out for his brother because he thought he would get into too much trouble that he couldn't get out of himself so I thought that whole thing was just hearts you know their 21st birthday flashback which was I think one of the the tweets the spoiler tweets before the season started from Karina on her Twitter um so that was fun like drunk Max it was very nice to see him happy and smiling, even though he was in a flashback. I know. I love that. And I think he's, I wonder if like, so they, they brought in this whole um, idea with Rosa and then we can kind of go into Rosa, I guess, with this, where in an unconscious state, you know, you kind of, you you can see things that, you know, maybe don't make sense to you. You don't fully remember, but when you're in it, it's this moment of clarity. What if when, you know, sometimes when Max was inebriated or whatever, he starts to like realize things because when he says, you know, there always has to be three, there always has to be three. To me, it wasn't just to say there's three siblings. Like, I think he knows more than he thinks he does about Mm -hmm. the symbol on his back. And I think he only knows it when he's in some sort of altered state, like, or can maybe can only put the pieces together when he's in some sort of altered state. So what if him coming back from, you know, the dead, he's like, no, I know what all this is about. I know what's going on now. And can I just say, we called it if and when Max comes back, he's going to be like Dark Max or like elevated superpower Max and like his humanity is going to be like not there fully. Yes. Called it, called it. We need a bell. But ding. I know. Yeah, no. I lo- and I loved like it was only three weeks later, even though she's like messing with him about the timeline. I love that she had like, you know, the dark winged eye- eyeliner on and like she's very like futuristic looking Isabel when she goes to like kind of keep him in check and the at the end of the episode before the three-week flash to the future didn't it seem like Isabel knew that she would have to go step up her powers because she knew she would have to face Max 
and his darkness eventually. Like when mm-hmm. she said, um, when Isabel or uh, Liz said she's getting ready. Like, mm-hmm. I think that's what she's doing. I hope we get to see some like flashbacks of that, of her like Buffy training, you know? Yes. Yes. Couldn't see me, but I was, I was doing like fight moves. Yeah. They looked like Buffy. Thanks. I'll try. You know, I try over here in, in my version of the apocalypse in my oh pajamas. My <laughs> right. Oh, we're on our own hell mouths, y'all. Yes. Hell mouth so, is 2020. Yeah, let's talk about Rosa. Okay. Like, zippity zap zap. I'm Rosa. What? Love it. Rosa has superpowers. Here for it. Living for it. Yes. Now, do you think this is could explain Maria somehow? So one of our theories to remind you guys from last week was that um, possibly Louise and um, Branson, Smash Williams, right? Mm-hmm. And Bronson. Bronson mm-hmm. and Louise, um, we know that they were in love. What if they had a child? And what if somehow that child is, you know, related to Maria because of her superpowers and how, or we'll call them superpowers, you know, her whatever powers. Her vibe. Um, yes. So we have, we have that going on, right? There's some, there's some cross, cross um, pollination, if you will, of love. And so, you know, that can have your offspring have some powers. What if it's the same with, you know, with how Max and Rosa were connected? You know, like his DNA went into her DNA. And she has these powers now. So yeah. maybe, I don't know. I'm just saying that kind of further proves our theory a little bit that Maria has some, some alien DNA and her. Yeah, I totally agree. And I feel like they are setting it up with, I, I feel like we're going to soon learn more about Mimi DeLuca. Like mm-hmm. the fact that like her computer and it was wiped and all of that, like, mm-hmm. I feel like we're going to get some more answers from her. Hopefully like they'll get into her computer and they'll be like this, like ancestry, you know, alien ancestry.com yes. where you can check all of your alien ancestry, you know, history. <laughs> That's not a thing, but I mean, it should be on this show. Yes. It be. It's, it's going to be interesting to see who she was talking to. Maybe she was talking to like Charlie and that's how we'll get, you know, Charlie Cameron back in it. And mm-hmm. you know, who knows? Who knows? Can't freaking know, yeah. wait to find out. Um, I'm sorry. I just got an alert from my husband. I only set alerts for him when we're recording in case there's an emergency. And he only texts me if there's an emergency. My two and a half year old went pee in the potty. <gasps> Yay. Celebrate the little victories, That's right? Slow clap, guys. Slow clap. That was okay. very exciting. Um, okay. So on that note, what are our theories for next week? I think that we are going to see more of the DeLuca saga. I really want to see more of that. And I would really like to see more about Kyle. And we haven't really gotten any flashbacks of Kyle. We've kind of seen a little bit of everyone else's history. So I want more in the DeLuca family and I want more in the Valenti family. For sure. Because I feel like it's no, there's no denying that all of their histories are connected even before yes. they were born. So I would like to see how that all plays out. Yes, because you know they're about to bring Valenti in, into the fold big time. You know, they're building his emotional storyline with Liz, um, and then, of course, Steph, this, the new character, possible love interest. Um, possible alien. Possible Does alien. she smell like rain? I don't know. Give her a sniff. We'll see. Could we'll be see. it. Could mm-hmm. be it. 
Um, well, we have a really special part of our podcast uh, that we're going to to end with. This was just a little pregame, guys. A little pregame. We're interviewing the Trevino man himself. A Michael Trevino. Trevino train. Woo-woo. Have I ever um, done that to his face? I can't remember if I did that in Atlanta. I can't remember if you did either. <laughs> I mean, I probably should. But, yeah, yeah. we're going to talk to him about Kyle and mm-hmm. Kyle's relationship with multiple characters on this show and how that all fits together Mm -hmm. very exciting we're pumped it's going to be awesome um so make sure you stay on and tune into that and then tweet us all of your questions uh your theories your thoughts because this is what's getting us through this quarantine guys roswell new mexico exactly and definitely tweet your congratulations to Liz's daughter, because that is also <laughs> very exciting, guys. Just guys, stepping well, into our lives. People yeah. that are like, oh my God, pie training so easy. I'm like, no, it's not. That was the most emotional day of my life yesterday. We're on day two of like hardcore doing it. <sighs> Tis fun. It is fun. And when it's not fun, you have Roswell, New Mexico. Exactly. You, you can binge season one over again on Netflix. So there you go. Head to, head to Roswell. When all that ails you, it'll be cured. <laughs> the Crash Zone Cafe. Thanks, Mafu. <laughs> all right, guys. Stay tuned for the Trevino interview. And thanks for joining us. Bye. One, we are here with Michael Trevino, who of course plays the amazing Kyle Valenti on the CW's Roswell, New Mexico. Michael, how are you doing today? Uh, I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Thanks for uh, having me on. And all things considered, you know, the, it's the start of the week. It's Monday. It's good. Let's go. Yes. Yes. I think I've had like a, an entire pot of coffee. Um, cocktail hours getting earlier in the day. Let's. It's yeah, I feel like Mondays for me are like, all right, it's normal, it's Monday, it's all good, but then come Wednesday and Thursday, I'm over. <laughs> so, yes. But Mondays are good. Mondays are good. I know, I know. Awesome. Well, we are so excited to talk to you about your character, Kyle Valenti, on Roswell, New Mexico. Um, we have a few key moments we really wanted to get your thoughts on. Um, one of them, particularly in last week's episode, where you tell Liz that you can't be her rock anymore because that just keeps you standing still. And we were sobbing and that was just like such an awesome monologue. <laughs> um, do you think that, do you think, you know, especially with Max coming back as like dark Max or whatever the heck he is now, do you think with that happening right. that you're, you're officially done being her rock or is it just going to, what do you think is going to happen there? You know, I, I think Kyle will forever always be there uh, for Liz. But especially now in this first half of the season, it seems we, it's been about Max, bringing back Max, bringing back Max, saving his life, uh, all hands on deck, right, uh, at all costs. And for her, she yeah, she hasn't really realized that Kyle's been sacrificing a lot, not only putting his job, you know, on the line and in jeopardy, but uh, relationships. And I think uh, smart on the writers and, and everybody, we bring a, a love interest and Steph, um, comes into play here in our world of Roswell. And so I think now that, um, you know, Max is back, 
I think he's going to have a healthy distraction, if you will, in Steph uh, now that she's around. And so he'll always be there for Liz. But, you know, this first chapter is like, okay, Max is here. I've done what you asked. Um, I'm going to go now. (laughs) Yes. Well, you haven't had someone really fawn over you a little bit and tell you, you know, how wonderful you are in a flirtatious way like Steph has. So that was that was fun to see. Yeah, yeah. She's, you know, she's, uh, I think Steph is, is somebody who likes to take jabs, but also be flirtatious. And I think that uh, catches Kyle's eye. And so both of them are, are you know, building this uh, friendship right now. Well, speaking of friendship, we also wanted to ask you about Kyle's friendship with Alex. And we know they were enemies um, in high school. And what can you tell us about their relationship moving forward? We saw them share a drink in this most recent episode. So is there mm-hmm. something you can t- share, tease? I, I really like that moment um, because, you know, really not much was being said, but there was just an understanding between the two of them. Um, Alex has so much going on uh, with his father and his brothers, uh, you, you know, and so I have all my stuff going on between with Liz and Steph. And so I think for both of us to kind of check in on one another, we're not so much doing our Scooby-Doo investigation roles uh, like we were in season one. Um, I think we just are still friends uh, that have an understanding that we're both going through something. So it's just, I like to think of it and we see it later on down in the season is, you know, both of us kind of just meeting at the wild pony having a drink after a very long day, knowing you've probably been doing stuff you really didn't want to do. And, and we're both, you know, struggling in our own right, but both have an understanding. Like, I know where you're coming from, know what you're going through. I love that. We, so we've also seen a lot of flashbacks with other characters, um, particularly this season. Will we be getting more glimpses into Kyle's past this season? You know, uh, I think all this stuff from 1947, uh, the, the, the military uh, presence, I think is, is is great. I'm not so sure how deep we go into the Valenti uh, territory. Um, we touch on it a bit, but I think it really stays and focuses in on, uh, you know, the first uh, uh, crash landing of our aliens. And for a final question, where would you like to see Kyle go this season? You know, we have a lot of people coming, um, you know, learning about their past, coming back from the dead. You know, they're getting Thor super. Right. There's a lot going on. Where would you like to see Dr. Valenti go? Well, I, I, I'd like him to take a, a breath. <laughs> I think this whole... Uh, you know, uh, dynamic of being there for, for everybody, especially Liz, there's a lot of pressure there, right? And to bring Max back and to bring him uh, back to life. Now that that's done, I think it, it's time for him to take a break, kind of settle in if he can, and see where things may go with Steph. Um, because both of them, as much as they jab at one another, uh, is very flirtatious. There's a section there. And it's just, um, I feel like he should have fun with Steph. Uh, and and see where that relationship takes him. And I will say that it takes him places um, uh, that are unexpected and very important, and they have their ups and downs, and we're going to see that play out. And it's just another um, another chapter in his life. Hmm. Interesting. We're excited to see you. We were big Kyle fans, so we really love the character. I, I appreciate it. And I, I appreciate the support uh, uh, you both 
you know, and bring to the show and awareness and everything. It's, it's much appreciated. Oh, thanks. We, uh, we love the show. We love the people behind it. Um, you've been one of our favorites since the TVD days, you know, we just, <laughs> I know. And I, I appreciate it. I really, I really do. I really do. When I, when I hear that, uh, uh I'm thankful. So thank you. Awesome. We love it. Thank you. All right. Anytime guys, I'll talk to you guys soon.